You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Bernard Milder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. If you're visiting with us for the first time, just follow on the overhead and make this declaration. We're going to declare the Word of God. Are you ready? One, two, three. I'm a son of God revealed. I'm blessed with every blessing in Christ Jesus. I'm saved. I'm healed. I'm delivered. I'm a life-giving spirit. I accept his sacrifice on the cross and his resurrection power in my life. I'm bound to his word and can do what it says I can do. I receive the word with meekness and I'm changed from glory to glory. I have the God kind of faith. I'm the righteousness of God and will never be the same. Jesus Christ is my Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. As you take your seat, turn to the person next to you say, your smile looks better than the last time I saw you. Keep on smiling. I know you have a lot of things to be happy about. Amen. These days we have to smile with our eyes because you've got a mask on. Amen. But there's always reason to rejoice. Maybe you're facing some challenges on the outside, but when you know that your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life, There's reason for you to rejoice. Amen. Today is Resurrection Sunday. Today is Resurrection Sunday. Because of Resurrection Sunday, there's hope for us. Because Jesus is alive, there's hope for you and me. doesn't matter what situation you are facing. Because Jesus is alive you'll be able to get through whatever you are facing. Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Isaiah, chapter 6. Isaiah 6, verse 1. In the year of King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above it stood seraphim, Each one had six wings, with two he covered his face, with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. And one cried to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the post of the door was shaken by the voice of him who cried out, and the house was filled with smoke. So I said, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips, for my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphim flew to me, having in his hand a live coal, which he had taken from the tongs from the altar, and he touched my mouth with it and said, Behold, this has touched your lips, your iniquity is taken away, and your sins purged. Also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? Then I said, Here I am, send me. The Bible gives account here of a prophet that saw heaven, saw the Lord. What an amazing thing to be able to have this vision of heaven. Angels flying, covering their face, covering their bodies, moving closer. In this vision, he saw an altar, from the altar, a coal being taken, touching his mouth. In this vision, he became aware of the fact that he's unclean. And God said, your sins have been forgiven. Who of you would like to see a vision like that? 
You know, Isaiah saw the vision. God does not just want you to see heaven. He wants you to experience heaven. It's like seeing a movie or looking at a postcard of something that's really amazing and then going and seeing it for yourself, experiencing it. Seeing a postcard of a beautiful waterfall and then being at the waterfall yourself. It's completely different. Jesus didn't come just for us to see, but to experience. Hebrews 10 verse 19 says, It's by the blood of Jesus that we can enter into the Holy of Holies. Nobody can enter into the Holy of Holies unless they've been made holy. Nobody can enter into the Holy of Holies unless he's been made holy. Peter, when he had an encounter with Jesus, said, I'm a sinful man. He fell on his knees. But when God looked at him, he saw in Peter an apostle that will build the church. Wow. Turn to the person next to you and say, Resurrection Sunday. When we look at ourselves, just think about the past week, the past month. Who of you have done some things that were not good? Who of you messed up? Who of you messed up big time? Double big time. This message is for you. This prophet, when he came into God's presence, he said, I'm a man of unclean lips. I'm a sinful person. Resurrection Sunday is all about changing everything about you. The way that you see yourself, the way that you believe who you are, and changing that to believe the way that God sees you. Not just seeing it, but experiencing it. Isaiah saw the Lord sitting on the throne. Jesus died so that you can meet with him face to face. To enter into the holy of holies. Wow. Hebrews 12, just go there quickly. When God sent Jesus and Jesus died on the cross, He was clothed with our sin. He became our sin. My wife shared with all of us on Friday that Jesus cried out, My Father, why have you forsaken me? God the Father looked away. He couldn't look at the sin. And because he was clothed with our sin, he went to hell. But he was there for three days. The enemy thought he had conquered. He had victory. Can you imagine Jesus, the Son of God, the beauty of heaven, covered with sin in hell? Whatever hell you've been facing, whatever hell you've been going through, Jesus was covered with it and he went to hell in your place. But after three days, God the Father said, it is enough. 
My son became sin. He never sinned. He became sin. He never sinned. He took your sin, my sin, upon himself. And he paid the price. Said, Holy Spirit, go and get my son. The Holy Spirit went into hell, disconnected Jesus from our sin, justified him, sanctified him, and caused him to be the first born again. The first person covered with sin, disconnected from all their sin. Said, bring my son, let him come and present his blood that speaks of a better covenant with better promises. I want to tell you this morning, whatever hell you've been facing, whatever demons have tried to keep you down, whatever accusations has been coming against you, Guilt and condemnation, Jesus died for it. But more important, the Holy Spirit is prepared to enter into the hell that you are facing and raise you up to a new level in Christ Jesus. Turn to the person next to you and say, he's resurrected. Resurrection from the dead means resurrection for all of mankind. We just have to believe it. Can I tell you what's the most important thing? Why did God do this? In his wisdom, he said, those with a pure heart will see God. Not those who get everything right, but those who put an effort in to keep their hearts pure and holy. How do we do that? By giving Jesus the rightful place on the inside. By believing he who knew, he who knew no sin became sin so that we can become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Can you see your position in Christ Jesus is the thing that gives us hope? We confess with our mouths our sin. It's not because you confess with your mouth your sin that you're in right standing. It's because you believe with your heart that his righteousness is now yours. It's not just about confessing it. It's believing it. Do you believe that those things that you've done which are wrong, which are unholy, whatever you want to call it, that Jesus through his death, has disconnected you from all those things. When you believe that, when he looks at you, he sees you holy, righteous. And when you believe that, that the blood of Jesus covers you, you are raised to a new level in Christ Jesus, right into the heavenlies. Hebrews 12, verse 22 but you have come to Mount Zion and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and the church of the firstborn who were registered in heaven. The first name that was registered in heaven as somebody that was 
clothed with sin, disconnected from sin, raised up by the Holy Spirit, is Jesus himself. And we should follow his more excellent way of believing in Jesus. To God the judge of all, to the spirits of just men made perfect, to Jesus the mediator of a new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than that of Abel. Turn to the person next to you say, there's hope for you. There's hope for me. Family, can I tell you something? God is not just looking for good people. We have to do good deeds. We have to go out and show people a more excellent way. But what God is really looking for is a holy people. A holy people. And even when we talk about holiness, there's only one person that's holy, and that's Jesus. There's only one person who's holy, and that's God. But yet he's allowed his ability to become our ability. This is the significance of Easter, of the resurrection, that he allows his ability to become your ability so that everything about you can change. Turn to the person that you say, there's hope. Now turn to them and say, there's hope in holiness. Paul wrote in Philippians 3 verse 10, he said, there's one thing that I want to know. That's the power of his resurrection. Who of you have got some areas in your life that just been giving you a headache? Raise your hand. Let me just see. Certain things that you have been messing up over and over and over. Paul, he said, I had exactly the same problem. And the way that I got victory over it was not focusing upon myself, placing more laws upon myself. Who of you do that? Put laws upon yourself. I shall not, I will not, I'll never do it. And who of you, as soon as you do that, you've realized you do it immediately again? That's not the gospel of Jesus Christ to bring condemnation. I assure you, if I put a little sign here, do not touch the pulpit. Never, ever, ever, ever again in your whole life touch the pulpit. Anybody sitting here right now, you've got a desire to touch the pulpit? No, you don't. But as soon as I say, don't ever, do not touch, what do you want to do? What does your nature want to do? Just depends on how much that rebellious nature is you on the inside. That's not the power of resurrection to put laws on you. But God's grace, God's blood of a better covenant speaking for you. Paul said in Philippians 3, verse 10, he said, That I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death, if by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. It's not something we wish for. It's something we have. If you have been experiencing some sufferings, some death, some challenges, it's the time to yield, to lean 
onto that resurrection power and say, Christ, the same Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, not just for your sin, but remember, he was covered with everybody's sin, can raise you to a new level in Christ Jesus. Resurrection is just to bring back to life. Resurrection is just that which is dead gets a new beginning. It's got another opportunity. Look at verse 8. Yet indeed I also count all things lost for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish, that I may gain Christ and be found in Him, not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is born from God by faith. Hallelujah. When you try and live a life, I'm going to get it right. That self-righteousness, that's not pleasing to God. But when you put your trust in the resurrection power of Christ, it's completely different. Turn to the person next to you and say, there's hope. Turn to the person on the other side and say, there's hope. You know what? It's the lack of holiness in people's lives that makes it difficult for unbelievers to become believers. Because they see very little difference between their own lives and the lives of those that say they are Christians. Sometimes the only difference is the one is confessing Jesus and the other one not. Turn to the person next to you and say there's hope. Christ came to make a way for you and for me. It is resurrection power that produces holiness on the inside of us. Resurrection power. So if you believe that Jesus is alive and you accept him as your Lord and Savior and you are born again, things will start to change in your life. Look at what the Bible says, Romans 6 verse 19. I speak in human terms because of the weakness of your flesh. For just as you presented your members as slaves of uncleanness and of lawlessness leading to more lawlessness, so now present your members as slaves of righteousness for holiness. For when you were slaves of sin, you were free in regard to righteousness. What fruit did you have then in the things of which you are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. But now, having been set free from sin and having become slaves of God, you have your fruit to holiness and the end everlasting life. Family, what God do we serve that has the ability, the grace, the love, that when we believe in what Jesus did, that he died and that he was made alive, imparts into us holiness. And because of that holiness, we can enter into the holy of holies. Because of that holiness, his life, his ability on the inside of us, we have eternal life. Turn to the person next to you and say, Jesus loves you. Turn to the person on the other side and say, Jesus loves you. Wow. You know some of the things that you've done. Some of the things you've given up all hope. This can never change. Resurrection power says that situation can change. 
if we don't believe that Jesus was raised from the dead, there's no power in our gospel that we preach. It's because of resurrection that holiness is available for you and me. Nobody is holy except God. But when we believe in Him, He allows His ability to become our ability. Romans 1 verse 4 says, And declare to the Son of God with power according to the Spirit of holiness by resurrection from the dead. Look at your own life. What is that thing that you believe is keeping you back? The excuse that you use every time for not doing certain things. I have this limitation. I don't have this skill. I don't have this ability. Whatever. Resurrection power gives us the ability to become who Christ wants us to become. Resurrection means another chance. Resurrection means there's hope. Resurrection means that everything about us can change. As a Christian from today, because of resurrection power, can I tell you something? Every time you start to speak, people will hear God's voice upon your voice because His ability has become your ability. From today, when you go out and you see people, pray. If people are facing a crisis, I don't know how that's going to pray. Because your prayers that you are praying are not ordinary prayers. Your tongue has been touched with a coal from his altar. You can enter the holy of holies. Where you can obtain grace and mercy and hope. Not because of what you've done right, but because what Jesus did right. His righteousness covering you. His blood covering you. And the way that God looks at you is the same way that he sees Jesus. We remind ourselves of the things that we've done wrong, but Jesus died for everything. Allow that resurrection power to work on the inside of you. 1 Corinthians 15, um, you can go read from verse 13. If there's no resurrection from the dead, our faith is empty. Our faith is empty. If Jesus is not raised from the dead. It says our preaching is empty. You say sometimes, I don't know if I can go share with that person or pray for that person. If you don't believe that Jesus is alive, then sure, then your teaching and your sharing and your praying is empty. But when you believe that Jesus is alive, resurrection power will be upon your words. When you just say to somebody, Jesus loves them, it will not just be your words, but it will be God's voice upon your voice touching that person's heart. When you tell somebody, there's hope, can I pray for you? You'll see things will start to change because of resurrection power. Whatever situation you are facing, whatever hell you find yourself in, remember the Holy Spirit went down into hell and raised Jesus from the dead. When you face a difficulty, the first prayer to pray is, Spirit of the living God, fall afresh upon me. Disconnect me from whatever the enemy is using to link himself to me. The Holy Spirit has got that power to disconnect you from whatever the enemy is using. 
you can go on and read 1 Corinthians 15. Whatever you've done, when things are sown in corruption, when the life of the Holy Spirit touches it, it raises it up in incorruption. You can be weak, but the resurrection power will make you strong. God's nature is to change everything about us. That's why Jesus commanded his disciples, don't even try and go into the world and minister, share anything until you've received the Holy Spirit. Can you see the importance of resurrection power? Turn to the person next to you say, he's resurrected. Say, he's alive. Let me just go there quickly. 1 Corinthians 15. I'm going to close with this. Verse 42. So also is the resurrection of the dead. The body is sown in corruption. It's raised in incorruption. It is sown in dishonor. It's raised in glory. It's sown in weakness. It's raised in power. It's sown in natural body. It's raised a spiritual body. There's a natural body and there's a spiritual body. And so it's written, the first Adam became a living being and the last Adam became a life-giving spirit. Family, when you accept the Lord Jesus Christ and his resurrection power on the inside, that nature of being a life-giving spirit is on the inside of you. Wherever you go, whatever you touch, you're a life-giving spirit. Not just a life-giving spirit, but that resurrection power of Christ is on the inside of you, working in you and through you. When you talk to people, be aware of the fact that God's voice is upon your voice. Amen? That's why when we go and we bless, it's a blessing indeed. Amen? When you pray in the name of Jesus, that song that we were singing, beautiful, beautiful Jesus, that beautiful name, there's power in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. When they said, how did this man get healed? They said, faith in the name of Jesus has made the man well. What does that mean? When they said in the name of Jesus, God's voice was upon their voice. Resurrection power entered into that man's body. He was raised to a new level in Christ Jesus. This becomes the saving grace of all of us. Amen. Resurrection power. Can I tell you something about resurrection power? When you declare resurrection power, it puts us back together again. It gives us hope. Where there's weakness, there's strength. But that resurrection power causes confusion in the ranks of the enemy. Because that life of Christ Jesus shakes foundations of the enemy. But it brings peace into your heart. Can I have one amen? It's going so bad. Turn to the person next to you and say, resurrection power. Say to the person next to you say, I want to assure you, I'm going to be praying for you. Resurrection prayers. Whatever situation you are facing, I want to tell you, I'm praying resurrection prayers. Expect things to change. Where there's sickness, there'll be health. Where there's disappointment, there'll be hope. Where doors have been closed, expect doors to open. I want you to stand to your feet right now, please.
Precious Father, let the power of resurrection fall upon your sons and your daughters right now. Let the power of resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ fall upon you right now in Jesus' mighty name. And we thank you for that, Father. We bless you for that. Father, we declare resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ over every person. Because of your resurrection power, we are called the friends of God in Jesus' mighty name. Father, right now we declare that every person will start to experience the joy of a new life that's in Christ Jesus. Anybody that's in Christ Jesus is a new creation, Father. We declare resurrection power over every person right now. All things have passed away and all things have become new in Jesus' mighty name. From today, your old life of pain, your old life of disappointment, pass away in Jesus' mighty name. Resurrection, power in every person's life right now. Father, I declare in the place of pain, receive the joy of resurrection. In the place of pain and disappointment, receive resurrection in Jesus' mighty name. In the place of setback and disappointment, receive breakthrough, resurrection in Jesus' mighty name. Father, we declare hope over every person. In the place of poverty, receive the blessings of resurrection. In the place of barrenness, receive the fruitfulness of resurrection in Jesus' mighty name. In the place of failure, receive the success of resurrection. In the place of a yoke of limitation of shortcomings, receive the deliverance that comes from resurrection in Jesus mighty name we thank you for that father we are spirit of the living God resurrect every person to a new level in Christ Jesus and we thank you for that father we bless you for that resurrection power and every person oh father lift up their spirits to be you are give them strength in their inner man oh lord in Jesus mighty name raise up every person's life to a new level of oh father instead of shame be resurrected to double honor, O oh Father. We thank you for that. We bless you for that. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said, Amen. Right there where you are standing, the first thing is to allow Christ to raise up your spirit to where he is right now. I want you to put your right hand on your heart. Raise your other hand to heaven and pray this prayer loud after me. Say, Precious Father, my situation is beyond human means. We need the Savior of the world. To save me, save me, Lord Jesus. Raise me up to a new level in Christ Jesus. I confess with my mouth and I believe with all my heart that Jesus Christ died for me, that He's alive right now, making intercession for all my weaknesses. Oh, Holy Spirit, help me to live a holy life, well pleasing in your sight, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a hand. This is what Christ came to do, to give us another chance. When you pray that prayer in humility and sincerity of heart, your sins are forgiven. You are disconnected from your past. Whatever the enemy has used to link himself to you, you're disconnected from that. And resurrection power says a new beginning, a new hope. Amen. Don't talk about your past anymore. Don't talk about your Egypt anymore. God is taking you from Egypt into the promised land. Amen. 
Make a decision to confess resurrection power over your life. Make a decision to declare His light and His life over your life. Amen? The way that you do it is find a living church. If you've prayed that prayer and you're from around here, we have to take responsibility for you to disciple you, to train you in the things of the Lord so that you can go from glory to glory, strength to strength. That every area of your life where there's weakness, there can be strength now. Amen? Where there's bondage, there can be freedom now. And God wants to set us free in every area. Surrendering your heart completely to Him allows that resurrection power to work in you and through you, changing every area of your life. Amen. Has your faith been lifted? Turn to the person that you say resurrection power. Not just a new level in life, but holiness. Holiness. Us that have sinned when we believe in the Savior makes us holy. His righteousness becomes our righteousness. What a precious gift. Amen. Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website, www.hoc.org.za. Household of Christ. Loving God. Loving people.